Here's what's coming up on today's show. And it's highly unlikely that we ever come across someone where we can't make some improvement from a tax perspective if they follow a good, solid plan. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. It's another edition of Your Retirement Elevated. Walter Sorrell here alongside Scott Dugan, co-founder, managing partner of Elevated Retirement Group, serving you all across the country. And of course, you can find us in the KC metro area as well in person uh, online at listentoscott.com. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about micro and macro, the the lenses through which we view taxes. So we've probably heard, Scott, of like micro and macro economics, but sure. uh, we're kind of n- narrowing that down even further today to talk about uh, the tax angle of micro and macro. I'm interested to hear what you've got to say about this this week. It's going to be a little nerdy today. A little nerdy. Okay. All a right. Nerdy. I, yeah. I think if we go into it with that warning for folks, like we're, you're still going to be able to understand it. Scott's going to break it down, make it easy, but we're going to get a little nerdy. Okay. We, we can all put on our nerdy caps today. <laughs> Actually, there'll be no spreadsheets or slide rules involved today. So not that uh, bad. Not that I'm, nerdy. I'm, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk big picture. Okay. Uh, but it's more about how to think about our retirement savings and compare it to what we think tax planning, tax preparation are is one of the topics we'll talk about today, but really look at what is our focus? Are we focused on the short term this year or are we thinking about long term over a lifetime? And that's really the biggest difference. Micro versus macro lens. A micro lens is really how do we minimize the taxes this year? And the macro look is, well, how do I minimize taxes over a lifetime? And there's trade-offs, so there's pros and cons of that. Now, this is interesting. The reason I'm bringing this up, I have been having uh, several conversations with CPAs lately, and it's interesting that the people that do tax preparation for a living, when I ask them, so what do you think tax planning is? I said, well, it's, it's great. We, we sit down, you know, we get all the documents, and we put everything in order. And then we look through and say, Hey, you know what? You know, it, you could do an IRA contribution this year. And you could save if put it in a traditional IRA, you can save, you know, $6,000 or you can put it in this Roth, be tax free. It's like, okay, well that's, that's after the fact. And a lot of it revolves around, Hey, how do I get a win this year? How do I get the lowest taxes possible this year? with not really giving much thought about what are the consequences downstream? What are we going to be faced with downstream if we make this decision today? And I know a lot of us have always been told, you know, throughout the years that, Hey, you want to defer taxes as long as possible, maximize everything that's out there because when you retire, what's going to happen? Walter, you've heard this many times. So when you retire, your taxes are going to go up. Yeah. Well, most people think they're going to go down, right? You know, Hey, you're going to get less income do all these things. Well, that may be true with a cross section of, of society. I can tell you it's not necessarily true with our clientele. 
because of the size of the assets, the income sources that they have, very rarely are they in a much lower tax situation. And especially when they, they approach 72, which is the magic age of required minimum distributions, meaning the amount of money you have to take out and pay taxes on from your IRA or 401k, you may be cruising along on Social Security and maybe a pension. Well, what happens if you get an extra $50,000 that's hitting your, your 1040 every year? Well, you're probably paying more taxes on your Social Security, paying taxes on your pension if you have one. And so just there's a cascade effect. So that's really that micro versus macro. And again, this will be a short, short episode today. Uh, but I just wanted to, to frame this correctly and say most of the advice that we give, and again, I've been talking to a lot of CPAs lately, is that they think about how do we prepare the return today? How do we maximize that? How do we get a, the biggest refund? You know, how do we do that? Very, very little forward-looking tax planning. Meaning, hey, if we, if we do this today, you know, if we move dollars from your IRA to a Roth, yes, we're going to pay taxes today. Which again, most tax preparers don't like to have a bigger tax bill than is absolutely necessary. They say, hey, what if I do move this from a tax-deferred vehicle, move it out, pay the taxes, get into a tax-free vehicle like a Roth IRA, then all that growth can happen over time. And when it comes out, it's tax-free. That's a, That could be a positive effect. And that's the type of analysis that we do and our team does is to look at what do you currently have if you keep doing what you're doing what are the likely impact of that on your retirement and your retirement income and your taxes? Compare that to making moves now while tax rates are at a historically low rate between now and the end of 2025. What could we get done between now and then to put you in a situation that might insulate you from future tax increases if they do happen? I think that's really interesting and uh, and and pretty big. I mean, I'm just sort of envisioning myself, Scott. This is the kind of decision I'm trying to make whenever I sit down in front of the computer and make some sort of change to like how much is being withheld from the paycheck this year, what's going into Roth, and always feeling that battle between long term, short term, or this micro and macro goal set up in front of me. And that, that's hard for people to kind of make that choice, right? Oh, it is, and I. I fairly analytical All of our advisory team is very analytical and we work with a lot of, you know, in our firm, we have a lot of clients that are currently, or were engineers, uh, a lot of business owners, a lot of technical people that we work with. And for years I was trying to figure out how do I quantify this? How do I really quantify moving money from my IRA to a Roth? Is it really going to be, how can I spreadsheet this out? How can I get the number? And one of the most liberating conversations that I, I've had in the world of tax planning was when I sat down and, and had dinner with David McKnight, who wrote The Power of Zero. Very gracious gentleman, great speaker. We had him come out to Kansas City and just did a, had a phenomenal experience with him. And he said, you know what? Because I understand what you're saying. You're trying to quantify all this. And you're trying to give them a num give people a number. I want to prove it mathematically. And he goes, you're never going to be able to do it. He goes, there's so many variables. He goes, when do you do the conversion? What is it invested in? How's that investment going to do? All these different things. He said, here's what you have to have a strong belief in to make this 
make sense. And we're talking about moving money from a tax divert account, paying the taxes, putting it somewhere else to grow it potentially tax-free. He said, if you have a strong belief that there's an above average chance that tax rates are going to be higher in the future, then you need to consider doing tax planning and rearranging the amounts you have in each type of tax account. Because you have to have that strong belief. Because if you don't, there's no spreadsheet, no calculator that's going to help get you over that idea. And I see that. I we run the numbers, the number it's black and white. They're just numbers where it, it says, hey, this could be a benefit to the situation. But ultimately you have to have a strong belief, like a lot of our clients do, that hey, tax rates, eh, probably gonna potentially go up in the future just because everything that's going on in the world today. It's a it's a common theme. And if somebody wants to get some more info on why that might be the case, you know, what are the reasons behind tax increases in the future? Uh, I just want to promote our previous episode. Go back and listen to number 98, the one right before this one. If you haven't heard that one yet, we cover the five ways taxes can rise and how to protect yourself. So go check that out. Episode number 98, if you want more details on that front. And so you're helping walk people through this this conversation. It sounds to me as well, Scott, like this is something that's ongoing. This isn't just a you talk about it, you decide on it once and then move on. You're kind of constantly reshifting and rebalancing these micro and macro conversations with folks. Oh, absolutely. And it, what we're looking at, we've got to look at the 360 degree view and we've got to look, we've got to do a tax return analysis. We have to thoroughly know what all the income is going to look like for the the current tax year, let's say 2022, because we need to determine what tax bracket are you in? What marginal bracket are you in? And does it make sense to fill up that current bracket and or go into the next bracket? And we've got a lot of clients that are looking at saying, Hey, you know what? If when, if I don't do anything, you know, we're going to be in the 25 to 28% tax bracket when the tax current tax cuts expire in 2026. If we know you're going to head into and be in the 25 to 28% marginal brackets, then moving money around at 22 or 24% makes logical sense because we know the money that you pay the toll to move it over to that tax free situation. Like I say, like a Roth IRA, that's going to grow tax free and going to, and it'd be distributed tax free. And so you're insulated, even if tax rates, a top tax bracket, you go back, you know, way, way back when we're at 90 plus percent top tax bracket, even if it's a hundred percent, well, tax free is still tax free if it's a hundred percent. Now there's going to be somebody listen and go, whoa, 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 whoa. What if, what if said, oh, we're going to start taxing your Roth IRAs. Could that happen? Maybe anything is possible. Is it probable? Mm, unlikely. The amount of money that are in Roth IRAs is minuscule compared to the amount of money that's saved inside of IRAs and 401ks. Like our last episode, you know, there's almost $30 trillion saved in IRAs and 401ks in the United States. There's less than a trillion dollars saved in Roth IRAs and wow. Roth 401ks. Just, just a small difference. Small difference. And most of the time, when legislation is enacted, it's usually there's going to be a grandfathering in phase. 
Now, could it be that they say, hey, down the road, you can put less money into Roth? Are there going to be limitations? Hey, in 2010, there was limitations. If you made, it was over a hundred plus thousand dollars, you couldn't do Roth conversions. They lifted that cap and everybody started doing Roth conversions. And so, yes, things can change, but most of the time, if something's already been done, that is usually is safe from legislative risk, but things going forward may be different. Again, no crystal ball here. I'm just saying that most of the time you're getting advice from a macro or a, excuse me, a micro lens, meaning how do we minimize taxes this year, get you the biggest win this year while ignoring the macro view, which is, yes, you may be getting small wins today, but you're going to have to pay for that at some point. Maybe we should think about the macro viewpoint and say, does it make more sense to maybe maximize taxes over your lifetime? And a lot of our clients feel like it makes better sense to maximize tax savings over their lifetime, not just a little savings year by year. Good points across the board there, Scott. So again, if you've got questions about any of this when it comes to taxes and your plan for retirement, pick up the phone, give Scott a call at 913-393-4724. You can go through a full planning review or just ask some simple questions that might be on your mind to get the conversation started. Very easy to do that. 913-393-4724. 4724 or go to com, or just check the description of today's episode for relevant links and information. Any final thoughts on this, Scott, as we evaluate this like micro and macro conversation that you want to kind of uh, leave our listeners with today? Yeah, I think that it. you started out talking about taxes can seem complicated and that's correct. They are, they are complicated. The tax code is, is volumes of pages to it. But when it really comes down to it, the process that we follow to evaluate a 1040 and isolate the opportunities that you may have year by year. Uh, that's a process that we've honed with hundreds and hundreds of people. And it's highly unlikely that we ever come across someone where we can't make some improvement from a tax perspective if they follow a good solid plan. And again, I want you to think about we're coming to the end of the year. We're going to do a year-end tax uh, planning event like we always do. But I want you to start thinking about if we're getting advice and that advice is only about let's get the win today because I can't predict the future. I want to know what we know, use what we know today. Let's just take that deduction, you know, put that money away in an IRA or 401k. That may be the right answer for you. But there may be an alternative to that, which is, hey, if you keep doing what you're doing you're, and you follow this process and you look down the road and at 72, when the IRS says, hey, you've got to start taking money out of this account, that could shift your tax rates dramatically. And you do not want to be surprised by that. So we don't expect you to be a tax expert. Again, we don't do tax preparation. We do tax planning, which is helping you organize things, make moves that could potentially save you money now and year after year throughout your retirement. So those things compound and truly give you a better sense of stability and confidence to spend money in retirement. 
Well, I appreciate the breakdown, the attention to detail that we are able to cover on this show, Scott. And hey, the nerdiness wasn't so bad. So, you know, I think we were we were able to stick with you throughout the show today. Not not but not a bad deal. I back I backed off a little bit. Just a little off. bit. Hey, no spreadsheets. We can all survive with that. So that's all good. Very good. Again, once again, if you want to get in touch with Scott, just check the description of today's episode. We've got contact info there. And you can always call 913-393-4724 or listen to scott.com. Hey, next episode is going to be number 100, Scott. So we got a little something special planned for episode 100 on the show. So I hope everybody comes back and joins us for that one. So, you know, no, uh, make sure you show up for that one, Scott. It's going to be a good one, 100, okay? Don't miss that appointment. I have some plans for that one. <laughs> Very good. Well, I look forward to it. It's been fun doing 99 of these with you, Scott, and uh, we'll knock out number 100 and more when we come back next time, right back here on Your Retirement Elevated. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.